Okay, uh, we're going to be learning Daf Pei Beis, starting from the bottom of Pei Alpha and Beis with the Mishnah. So the Mishnah now moves on to talk about what happens if the carbon becomes uh, contaminated. So the carbon has a mitzvah, there's a mitzvah of Sreifa, which we're going to learn about, a mitzvah specifically to burn Kachim. It's interesting, it's part of it is because of the status of Kachim is still holy, that's why there's a mitzvah, you don't just do whatever you want with it, you don't just, you know, bury it or discard it, throw it in the garbage. It's actually a mitzvah of Sreifa. So the Mishnah outlines here how you're making the mitzvah of Sreifa. Let's say the entirety of the carbon, all of the meat became tame, or even just a majority of it, but almost all of it is tame. Then there's a din that it has to be burned specifically by the base of Mekdash. It has to be lifneha bira. The bira is a term, the general area of the base of Mekdash. And you have to burn it there. We'll see why. Generally, that we, the halacha is, it becomes the, the, if meat becomes tame, you burn it in the place where it's meant to be eaten. It's like, again, it's still in its sanctity somewhat. You have to burn it where it is. So the meat of the common Pasach doesn't have to be eaten in the Azar. The meat of the common Pasach could be eaten anywhere in the city of Yerushalayim. It's Kajim Kalam. So it's very strange that the, Gemara, that the Mishnah is saying that if the meat became tame, if most of the carbon became tame, that you have to burn it right there in front of the base of Mikdash, from the wood that was donated to the Mizbech. In other words, you don't have to bring your own wood. There's a special hat there that since you're burning it in front of the base of Mikdash, you're allowed to use the wood of the base of Mikdash. It's an interesting thing. The, the Gemara elsewhere explains that they used to have this like basin would say to everybody who was donating, by the way, you should know your donations are not going to go to the Mizbech. They're also going to go to private offerings that become Tameh. People are going to be using the wood to burn it, which is part of the intent of the people who donated. Otherwise, how could you use it for other things? So they would use it. But let's say it's just a little bit of the meat that became Tameh, or it's leftover meat that became Tameh. So there's no din that you have to burn it in front of the base of Mikdash. So then, uh, they burn it in their courtyards, maybe on the rooftop. They have to use your, their own woods. So that's more in the intuitive law. That when it becomes Tameh, it's only a few pieces. Or notice you burn it anywhere in your shalim with your own wood. We have to understand why in the ratio when is, is it different just because it's most of the carbon that become Tameh. Now we say there's a din you have to burn it by the base of Mikdash and then you're justified to use the Atzim Aracha. That part we have to understand better. The Gemara will explain. Hakitsan and people who didn't have much money. People that, you know, they didn't have much money and they weren't willing to spend. So they, they had a special hetter. Hashem, it's interesting, the Rabbana were like nice to the people who were cheap. Right? You usually say cheating is like, it's not, it's not a good, there's not a virtue here. Here, the Rabbanim were nice. So the people who didn't want to spend the money, they said, even if it was just a little piece of meat that became Tameh, and there's no din to burn in front of the base of Mikdash, you could just burn it wherever you want with your own wood. But these guys don't want to pay, they don't want to use their own wood. So they said that they're allowed to come to the base of Mikdash, and even though they don't have to, but they, they could come there and burn it and use the Atzim Arach. So basically, the rule is whenever you're burning it in front of the base of Mikdash, so if you, if, if you have an allowance to do that, then you have an allowance to use the Atzim Arach. So everybody else, there's only a din that their carbon should be burned at in front of the base of Mikdash if it was Nitma Ruba, which we'll still have to see why. So then they're allowed to use Atzim Arach. But if it's just Nitma Miyuto, then you burn it anywhere. If it's burning it anywhere, then you have to use your own wood. But for the poor people who are cheap, there's a special answer, Chazal said, that even if the, just a little bit of the meat was burned, they should bring it in front of the base of Mikdash and burn it there and use the Atzim Arach. And we'll talk more about this. So the Gemara first asks my time. My time means, what in the world is going on? Why, just because a lot of the animal became Tameh, are we saying that you burn it in front of the Beis HaMikdash? Why? The din of the carbon is being anywhere in Yerushalayim. And that's why it makes sense intuitively to be able to be burned. The mitzvah shreifah should be fulfilled in Yerushalayim. Why are we saying that if most of the meat became Tameh, you burn it in front of the Beis HaMikdash? In order to embarrass him, meaning it serves as a deterrent. We assume one piece of meat became Tameh, 
okay, who knows what it could have happened. A dead, a dead rat could just, you know, been there. It's not, you're not your fault. But if the entire animal became Tame, there's some gross negligence taking place on the, on the, on the, on the, on the owner's part. So we want to punish him. We want to punish him. We want to embarrass him. We want everybody to know about it. So it's a turn that people should be more careful in the future. So that's why Chazal said a din, it's been the Rabbanon, that you should dafka burn in front of the base of Mikdash Shabbat 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 Let's contrast this back to the Afim test. Back on the Afim test, it said, Someone's leaving Yerushalayim, he's going back home, and he realizes that he still has a little bit of meat that, 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 that with him that he meant to burn, that he didn't burn. He had a piece of meat that became Tameh, he had a piece of meat that was Nosar, or whatever it was, and he has to burn. So, the mitzvah of burning meat is in Yerushalayim. So what's the Allah? If he already passed by Tzofim, Tzofim Komo. Then Chazal didn't require him to go back. Uh, he doesn't have to go back. Tzofim is machlokas. A lot of Rishonim learn it just means right outside the city. It means outside Yerushalayim. Other people understand it means further. So if he passed Tzofim, you burn it where you are. If him lav, close over Tzofim, you should go back and burn it. Lift habira from in front of the base of Mikdash, so what's the kasha? Here we seem to say that everybody, everybody's allowed to do that. Right? In our Mishnah, we said that not everybody's allowed to do that. If you have one piece of meat that became Tommy, we suggest for most people to burn it on the rooftop using their own wood. If you want to be cheap and go use the base of Mikdash's wood, we don't suggest that for ordinary people. There's a special hatter. Maybe we said for the poor people who don't have enough money, we said that they're allowed to go to the base of Mikdash and, and use the wood. But for most people, there's no such thing. Here we see it for an ordinary Joe. The Mishnah's does tell us. He remembers he has the Basar Kodesh. What should he do? He should go back to the base of and use the Atzim HaRacha. So it sounds like it's suggested as the simple solution for everybody that even one piece of meat, you go to the base of Mikdash and use the Atzim HaMarach. So which one is it? In the Mishnah there, we're talking about an Aksanite. He was someone who's visiting Yerushalayim. He doesn't have his own wood there. So if he doesn't have his own wood there, Chazal don't say go to Yerushalayim and go buy wood. They don't say that. They say go to the, to the, to the Bira and use the wood of the of the Ma'arachamashengen. Here we're talking about a Baal someone who lives in Yerushalayim, who most people have their own wood. So why are you going to the base of Mikdash? Because you want to gain a dollar? Eh, no reason to do that. So we say you should burn in your backyard using your own wood. Except there's a special hatter for the poor people who have enough money that they, even if they're residents of Yerushalayim, that they go to the base of Mikdash. Says the Gemara, Papa Amar Both the Mishnah here and the Mishnah there are talking about a visit. The difference is you already set out in the road. If you already set out in the road, the Mishnah there. So once you already set out and you're just going to return the meat, Chazal Matriach you to go get wood as well. So then they say just go to the base of Mikdash and use the wood there. Mashenkin, someone. Who, who hasn't yet set out to go home, so then um, even, if, even, even, even if he's a guest, Chazal expects him to get wood. However, the Gemara doesn't like that, according to Rezvedor. It's got to be like the way we said before. That the distinction is a visitor versus someone who lives there. Because if you're a visitor, even though you didn't set back on, uh, to go home, it doesn't make a difference. For sure, you could still use the, the wood of the base of Because because for every visitor, since he doesn't have his own wood with him, Chazal treated him the same way the Mishnah treated the poor person who doesn't have enough wood when he lives in Yerushalayim did not, like the Mishnah said, I said, that the poor people, the stingy people are allowed to burn it in front of the Bira to benefit from the wood that is there. So bottom line is, is that there's an interesting thing with the wood in front of the base of Mikdash. Technically it's donated, it's, it's designated for the purpose of the using it on the wood on the Mizbech. However, there's this idea that Basin gets involved, it's called Lave Basin Masna, we'll learn about it in Shkola maybe, where they, where they make everybody aware that when they donate, by the way, party, some of your wood might be used by private individuals for their burning of their, of their carbonos when they become impure. The question is, how much we rely on that and how much we don't. So if it's a special Takana of Chazal, like the majority became Talmud, so we want to embarrass the person, 
and make sure everybody knows that he was negligent. So then for sure, if we're being Masaka, then he must burn it in the, in, in, in the Azara. So then for sure, we allow him to use that same Aracha. We're telling him to burn it there, we let him use the wood. The question is, if it's just a minority of the meat, where the din of this Reifa isn't to be burned in front of the base of Mikdash. So could a person choose to go to the base of Mikdash and use the wood? So we have a lot of variables. If he's a regular person in tone with his own wood, who's just looking to save a dollar, we don't let him do that. You burn it in your backyard, you use your own wood. There's no din come to the base of Mikdash, then you can't use the base of Mikdash's wood. There's a special hazard that the Mishnah gave us for the very poor Marjali people that they're allowed to go to the base of Mikdash even for just one piece of meat and use the Atzei Amaracha. And the Gemara is comparing that a traveler, a visitor to Yerushalayim is under that same category. According to one opinion, it's only a traveler when he sets out to go back home. And according to one opinion, it's just any visitor by definition. Says the Gemara Tanarbanan, the star from Bukhasa Zunat Zemarachal. We just elaborate here. When you have a din to burn your courtyard or the roof, then ain't show. If you want to burn it in your courtyard or your roof, but you want to use the base of Mikdash's wood, ain't showman lamb. We don't let you. Meaning, we don't let you come pick up some wood, take it, take it home, and, and, and burn it there. No such halacha. And the same thing in the inverse. Let's say you come to the base of Mikdash and you come with your own wood, you don't listen to them. It's either one or the other. If you're burning it by the base of Mikdash, use the Matzei Aracha. If you're burning it at home, use your own wood. So the Gemara analyzes why. We understand the halacha. Why you can't take the wood from the base of Mikdash and use it for at home. Because we're scared that you might take too much. There might be leftover. People will come to mess up because the wood has Kedusha. If you use it for any other purpose besides besides this thing of burning the carbon, you're, 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 you're benefiting from the treasury of the base of Mikdash wrongly. To use it to burn, that was part of the special thing. It was donated at Daita Dahachi. But, but, but to use it for any other purpose, let's say you're making a nice you know, thing in your fireplace, you didn't realize that this leftover wood was Hanatz Baracha, then you're doing Mi'ilah. So that's why Chazal said, don't take it home to start. You want to burn, if you want to burn it from the base of Mikdash, then there's a din you could. But the din that you can't bring your own wood to the base of Mikdash and burn it there, my time. My time, why wouldn't Chazal let? I mean, there's nothing wrong with it, right? There's no din that you have to use holy wood. And we see that when you're burning it not in front of the base of Mikdash, you could use your own wood. So why can't you bring your own wood from home? Why can't you bring your own wood from home and to do it? So it's like, you know, no outside food. If you're, if you're, if you're coming in, you got to buy the food here. Why? Like, what's the... What, what's the issue? So the Gemara says, It's not to embarrass people who don't have their own wood. So Chazar are, are, are sensitive to the people that no one should realize that they don't have their own wood. So therefore they say that, um, that, 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 uh, that you must use the wood of the base of Mikdash. The second reason, people are going to suspect you. If you bring your own wood, so then um, if there's some leftover wood, you're going to bring it with you back home. If someone sees you taking the wood out of the Azara, they'll be like, what, this guy is stealing the base of Mikdash's wood. So that's not right. So it's like, you know, you see somebody taking, taking a, a, a sitter out of shul. So it could be it was his own sitter he brought from home. Or it could be that he's taking the shul sitter. So that's kind of like the idea here. Chazal said, don't bring your own wood because we're concerned you're going to be taking the leftover thing. People are going to be choshed you that you were taking from the base of Mikdash wrong. Says the Gemara by now, maybe now, practically, what's the difference between these opinions? Whether the difference is in order not to embarrass as someone who doesn't have his own wood or because of suspicion. If he brings reeds or dried out branches, because those are things that usually they didn't use in the base of Mikdash. They didn't use it in the Mizbeach. It burns up too quickly. It wasn't good fuel. So according to Rav Yosef's reason about embarrassment, you still have the you still you still uh, you still have that reason. We don't want to embarrass people who don't bring their own firewood. But according to Rava, that is chashad. People are going to say you're stealing the base of Mikdash's wood. We don't have that if it's a type of material that they didn't use for the atzeh Now the Gemara compares this halacha about embarrassment to something similar in Minishna and Tamit. Tanan Hasam, Rosh Hamama, the person who was in charge of the Maimid, 
He would take all the Tomei Kohanim and make them stand by the main entrance to the base of Mikdash, by the eastern entrance right there and where everybody came up. Meaning if there was a Tomei Kohen who wasn't fit to serve in the Avodah, he didn't just get to take a day off and chill at home. He came and he stood right where everybody would see him, right at the eastern gate where everybody would come up, they would see the Kohen who was Tomei. My daima, why, why was it, what was he doing there? Like, you can't do the Avodah, so stay home. Like, what's this din that he should stand when he's Tomei by the eastern gate? Amar of Yosef Kedela Vaishan, in order to embarrass them, it's a deterrent for a coin to become dummy. It's like almost like a, pa- a fine, a penalty. To embarrass him, there's a certain degree of shame that he didn't, uh, wasn't more careful when it was his, when it was his day to do the Avodah. Rav Abba Mnea Chashad, it's Al Chashad, it's suspicious. People are going to be suspicious. Why didn't this coin show up to the base of Mekdash? Isn't today his day to work? Must be, he, he, he prioritized his job over God. That's what people are going to say about him. So you're going to say he didn't show up because he's busy working. So the Chazadeh, before they made a Takana, you should stand on the eastern gate in order that people understand. It's not that he's not here. It's not that he's at home busy working. He's here. He just is physically incapable of doing the Avodah. It's like a strange Chashad. We're basically assuming that people are going to assume the absolute worst and we're making a halacha based on that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. People, people are, aren't, aren't judging so favorably then, according to Rabbi, right? People are going to say, if he didn't show up, must be he's busy working at home, not caring about doing that. Yep. That's a change yeah. Yeah. We're requiring the coin all day to hang out in the eastern gate so that no one's close to him. My benayu, what's the difference if the reason is to embarrass them like Rav Yosef or to make sure there's no suspicion like Rava? If you have someone who is just like a rich guy living off some trust fund, he doesn't work. So no one's going to be close to him. Right? But there is an Indian of being embarrassing him. Or somebody who braids the ropes. This is very interesting. It's so poor that it's not worth, it's such a cheap job, that it's not worth taking off a day from the base of Mikdash because I have to make the few pennies from the ropes. It's very almost like counterintuitive. You would say if you're so poor, right, then that makes more sense the guy would take off from his job in the base of Mikdash to work at home. But if it's a job that's not so lucrative, then we don't understand how a person would possibly be motivated to do that. So no one's going to be choshed that the guy stayed home to braid the ropes. So therefore, if the reason is to embarrass him, then we make him stand there. But if the reason is that people are going to say he stayed home to make a living, we're not going to be concerned if everybody knows that's his job that makes just a few pennies. Okay. Says the Mishnah, was taken out of Yerushalayim. So it's not allowed. If the meat's taken out of Yerushalayim, it becomes invalid. Or it became Tameh. We're talking about on the 14th. You burn it right away. Meaning, there's no din to wait to the next day to burn it. You burn it immediately. However, if the owner became Tameh, or the owner died, so now the meat, Lamaisa, is not going to be eaten, so but you don't burn it right away. To Ubar Tzura, so the din is that it's Tzura, its appearance, the appearance of the meat, has to be left overnight, has to be changed. The Yisrael and burned on the 16th. What does that mean? The idea is that even though there's a psul, there's not a psul that's so bad, there's a psul that's external, not internal. There's no one to eat the meat. So since there's no one to eat the meat, so it's an external psul. An external psul, you don't just go and burn it right away. It's not fit. It's a bizayun to hektish, to the kodesh, to burn it right away and just destroy it when it's the psul is only external. So the concept is that you leave it overnight until it becomes possible with an internal psul, and then you'll burn it the next morning. That's the concept. There's a chilek. If there's an internal psul, you burn it right away. Yatsa v'shenitma. External psul, like when there's no one to eat it, then to uba tzirasa when it's burned on the 16th. However, no, this should also be burned right away. When you're talking about a carbon Pesach, which is the kol ikar, is brought for achila, so then if there's no one to eat it, if the violin can't eat it, that's an internal psul. That's not an external psul. That's internal. So you can burn it right away. And that's specific to the carbon Pesach because the whole point is the eating. So since the whole point is just eating, According to him, Rabbi Yochum is saying it should be burned right away.
Correct. That's an added halacha. Great question. Why does it say shisha asar? What's wrong with the 15th? It's we're talking about that these occurrences happened on the 14th. So what's the shot? Very good. That's a great point. Rashi points that out. And that comes always the time. And if let's say you have the meat that's left over on the carbon, you didn't finish all the carbon pasach, even though it's nosa in the morning, but you don't burn on yant if you wait till the 16th. Says the Gemara, in the case where we became Tameh, we know the Torah says you have to burn the meat. In other words, we want to know what's the source for cutting meat that became Tameh that you have to burn. It's It says mamash black and white over there that the meat of the kachim, it's talking about shlamim over there, that became tameh, you don't eat, it should be burnt. It's a din, it's a din, it's a din sreifa. How do I know that the psul yotze also requires burning? Where does it say in the Torah that meat of a carbon that became possible yotze requires a mitzvah sreifa? And again, sreifa doesn't just mean it's possible. You could burn it, you could throw it in the garb, you could you know, discard it, you could bury it. How do you know that you have to burn it? Burning it is a mitzvah still from the kachim that, that it's machai of sreifa. How do we know that? So the Gemara said, this takes us with the whole story with Aaron, Parsha Shmini, there were a bunch of Karbanos, and they became Onanim, and they were told that they were supposed to eat some of the Karbanos, but then the Chatas of Rosh Chodesh, they burned. Aaron felt that they, they, were, they didn't have a hatter to eat it, so they burned it, uh, and Moshe was upset that they burned it, and then Moshe agreed to Aaron that they should have burned it. So Amal, the Sev, Hein Luvah, the Dialogue says, but the blood brother wasn't brought within wasn't brought within to the Kodesh, within. So there's a whole, both are a whole bunch of extra words. So we darshan that this was the dialogue. Maybe what happened is some of the blood came into Lefnaivel Lefnim. And the Allah is, like the one that's supposed to be performed in the Azara, if the blood goes inside, the carbon becomes possible. It's an interesting Allah from Parsha Saf. So maybe that's what happened. Maybe somebody incorrectly brought the blood inside, and that's why you burned it. Aaron said that didn't happen. Maybe it went outside the Azara. Maybe that's why you burned it, because it was possible to be Yaitse. That's going on each word here. We're dashing each word. It was Bakodesh. If it was always in the Azara, and no one has brought the blood inside, so it was always within, so why didn't you eat it? So nothing went wrong. That's the dialogue there in the Psukim. So from the fact that Moshe, that Moshe asked Aaron, maybe it, went, maybe it was Yatzah, and Aaron had to respond, then, oh, it was in. We can imply, we infer that if it had left the Azara, or if the blood had gone inside the Azara, it had gone inside the Kodesh, Basrefa would be burned. So we see that there's a mitzvah of Shrefa. Again, that was the story. Aaron burned it. Moshe is saying, did this happen? Did this happen? Was it Yatzah? Was it Nichnas Dama Lefnim? So we see that had either of those occurrences occur- happened, it would have been justified to burn it. So that's the, that's Gufa, what the Torah is teaching us in that dialogue that these things have a mitzvah of Shrefa. So the Gemara says, wait a second, let's think if that's really a source to all karbanos. That happened by Kachik Kachim, right? It was the Chathas of Rosh Chodesh. So Bishlam and Nitma, Nitma that we saw, it was a Pasuk in Parsha Sav. The Torah said it by the Shlomim, which is Kachim Kalim, Koshing and Kachik Kachim. And then I have a right to, to intuitively assume, certainly it's by Kachik Kachim, if the meat became Tameh requires Rafa. El Yotzev, if the, what was the source from here with the dialogue with Moshe Rabbeinu? Ashgon Kachikachim, I only see that by Kachikachim, the Chatas Rosh Chodesh. Kachim Kalaminal, and how do I know if I have Shlom and me that left, let's say Yerushalayim, or the carbon Pesach left Yerushalayim, how do I know it has to be burnt? The two, and furthermore, how the Tanya says in a Brisa, there's more types of things. Londama, let's say the blood was left overnight, right? You have the whole. All day, the whole day to run it. But let's say the blood was left out. Nishbach Dama, the blood spilled, so you never did this Rika. You just never performed it. The, the blood went out outside the Azara, and then you couldn't, you can't throw it. In all these cases, the Karmelan Bishreva, we paskin, the halacha is that you burn the meat of the carbon in all these cases. It's a din of Shreva. How do we know all of that? Even if you bring me the source from Parsha Shemini, all we see is that if the meat was Yatza, 
or if the dam was nechlas lefnim, that you would burn it. But I don't know all these other things. Any, how do I know that anything that goes wrong with the carbon that I burn the meat? Landama, nishbach dama, yatzadama chutzlaklam. How do I know in all these cases that there's a mitzah sreifa on the meat? So the Gemara says, Shimon. There's extra source. We learn from Shimon. It's Shimon Omer. So it says in. So this is the pasuk. It's talking about the chatas asher yuva midamay mifnim. There's a pasuk in Parshas Sav. It says kol chatas yudamay midam el olmoed any chatas that the blood is brought in el olmoed the chaper bakodesh. We understand the pshutah shemikar. It's saying if the blood was brought in incorrectly, it's a chatas that's supposed to be done in the azara, and you mess up and you bring in the blood inside the kodesh. Lo tzayachel, you cannot eat the carbon. But ish tisarev in the ish tisarev it should be burned. So so we say limit al chatas. It tells us about a chatas became possible shreifasa bakodesh that it's meant to be burned bakodesh. So we're looking at the word Bakodesh. Bakodesh is, in, is like a, a little bit extra here. And it's coming to tell you that the burning Bakodesh by Sarif, the place where it's supposed to be burned, is in the Azar. Okay, in the Elizabeth, I would only know that the only one that's supposed to be burned is a Chatos whose blood, a Chatos whose blood came in. How do I know that other Kachim that became possible, or the limbs of Kachim Kalim that became possible, how do I know that they also have to be burned in the Azara? And in other words, let's say you had a Muri Kachim Kalim, which were supposed to be burned in the Azara. And they were, let's say, Yatzal Chusla Azara. How do you know they also have to be burned by Azara? Tamalomar Vechol Bakodesh Beish Tisar. This is an interesting drasha. We're putting the word Vechol uh, to get that's from the beginning of the Pasuk to the, the din of the end of the Pasuk. The Pasuk started off Vechol Chatas and any Chatas. So we take that word Kol in the beginning of the Pasuk, we connect it to the words at the end of the Pasuk that say Bakodesh Ba'ete'esh Tisarif, that they should be burned inside of the Kodesh. And we say that it comes to include that whenever any carbon becomes possible, it's supposed to be Nazara, then it's meant to be burned right there. So there we got some extra things. We got that anything where there was Psul, was a Psul Azar, something was supposed to be in the Azar and it became possible. So then you, there's a din to burn it in the Azar. So that can include some of the things that we wanted to know. However, the Gemara says it still doesn't include everything. Because well, it's all based off something that's like a chatos whose blood went inside. So Ashkachan Kachim, Kachim, Kachim Kalim, and all. And still, how do I know that Kachim Kalim have to be burned? How do I know that? How, how do I get from there? The Pasuk was said by a chatos, and it's talking, it's talking and, and, and we include there, and we could even include, say, like a Murim Kachim Kalim, which have to be in the Azar. We can understand that as well. But I still don't understand how, if there's some soul that takes place in Kachim Kalim, that I have to burn the meat. Let's say, I don't know, it was Lundama, Nishbach Dama, like some of the examples that we mentioned. We still don't have an adequate source that the meat of the Kachim Kalim must be burnt. So the Gemara says, Ella, the Gemara concedes that. We're looking for a different source now. Ella, rather. The halacha is that anything that became possible, anything became possible by Kodesh. In the Azara has to be burned. doesn't make a difference what type of thing. Gemara, Gemiri, La. It's a halacha l'moshmi sinai. Ultimately, it's a halacha l'moshmi sinai that any psul in the Azara has to be burned. The chatas to Aaron. And the reason why the Torah mentioned that all that dialogue of Moshe and Aaron isn't to teach me the halachas. We know the halachas of Moshe and sinai. Haraya, we know it by Kachim Kalam as well. It's just telling you the, the, the dialogue because it's telling you the story. This, it's not telling me any special laws in Parsha Shemini. It's really all Allah Moshe Sinai. That's what the big switch. Until now, the Gemara was assuming the main source for Sreva was that dialogue between Moshe and Aaron that described the Chata Shedim of Nim or Yatza that described the Din Sreva. But the Gemara got stuck to a dead end because it's not going to eventually help me for Kachim Kal. We have to say it's Allah Moshe Sinai. It's Allah Moshe Sinai. So what's the Pesukim in Parsha Shemini telling me? The answer is they're just telling you the story. They're telling you what Moshe and Aaron discussed. 
Did it become possible for this? Become possible for that? But the Dine Sreifa, that if anything became possible in the Azara, Landama, Nishbach, Dama, Yatsadama, all these things that you burn the meat, those are really Allah Moshe Mishina. Okay, very good. And then we have a Machlokis in our Mishnah, of an idea that it, do you burn it right away? Do you burn it on the next day? So again, our Mishnah said that there's a chil between an internal, por, an, in, an internal psul and an external psul. So now the Gemara analyzes one more opinion. Tana Tzvei according to Tana, from Rabbi Ravua, there's one opinion that says that even if there's an internal psul, let's say pigle, pigle is a wrong thought in the carbon, so it's the most internal psul out there, right? It's the wrong intention in that voda, all the meat is pigle. You're supposed to burn it. How do I know, minalan? How do I know that you're supposed to burn it right away? This one Tana disagrees, right? I'm sorry, my bad, my bad, my bad. Just the opposite. He holds, even though it's an internal psul, you're supposed to leave it over to the next day. Meaning our Tana said an internal psul you built, you burned that on the day that it happened. Only an external psul do you wait a day. The Tana of Ravua says even Piggle, even where it's an internal psul, still you have to wait until the next day. What's his source for such halacha that you always wait till the next day? He learns the word oven from Nosa. So what does that mean? Just as by Nosar it says the word oven and Nosar, obviously you only burn the next day because you're waiting for it to become Nosar in order to burn it. So too, even, even, even Pigel where it's internally possible and it's here right here now, you have only burn it the next day. So the question is, why don't we learn the same Zerushava from Avon to connect it to a different place from Aaron's Chatas? That maybe a pagel should be burned that day even before it has Ibertura. It appears there in the Pasuk in Parshashmi, it says, Vosun Asun Lachem Lasei says, Avon Ha'eda. So, so, so you see that by Aaron's Chatas. And when did they burn Aaron's Chatas? On that day itself. So if they burn Aaron's Chatas on that day itself, how could there be an opinion that every single psalm in the world requires Ibertura, even internal ones? How could there be such an opinion? Because he's linking Avon Avon to no sir. He should link Avon Oven to Aaron's Chatas and learn from the story in Parshashmini that even that, that at least in internal psul, at least in internal psul, you burn on that day. So the Gemara says, I'm Allah, I'll tell you, if there's something like the story of Chatas Aaron would happen eventually throughout the generations, it normally would require Ibertsura. The idea that Aaron burned it on that day, as opposed to waiting for the next day to burn it, was a Horasha. What's a Horasha? It's a ruling that applies only in the moment. Now, this Gemara is a big mystery. Only in the moment. It was a temporary halacha that applied only at that time. So meaning really... Really, if such a psul occurred later, what would the din be? You would have to wait, Ibertsurah. Because all psulim, even internal psulim, according to this time of Rabbi Avu, you always wait till the next day. The din of Maisa with Aaron was a harasha, something very strange that they burned at Mamash on that day. So, 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 so you have to understand what the Gemara means. It's very hard because there's no indication in the psulim everywhere in Parshashmini where Hashem told them to burn it on that day versus waiting till the next day. So, and, and, and remember, don't, you can't blame Moshe. Moshe. Moshe made the mistake of thinking they should have eaten it, right? That was the, 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 the dispute between Moshe and Aaron whether they should have eaten it. Aaron was right that they should have burned it as opposed to eating it. But how did Aaron know to burn it that day? Right? We're saying that there's a Tana out here that holds even an internal psul. No matter what happens, you're always supposed to wait till the next day. So what in the world is going on? We're saying, I, the mice with Aaron. Oh, Harasha. Which Harasha? The Rashash here asking Mamash in the back. He struggled with... Where do we see any evidence in the Pasuk that Aaron was supposed to bring in that day? Very hard. The bottom line is that is what the Gemara though is saying. So generally the din is that any psul, even an internal one, should be wait till the next day. And we learn from Nosar, and we don't, it doesn't bother us, it doesn't concern us that Aaron happens to be burned it right away on that day because that was our Rasha. Okay, so now we get back to what we were talking about before. 
Yes, this Tana, this one Tana, Pigol is like a good prototype of an internal soul. And this Tana holds even Pigol, meaning even an internal soul. This is you always do it. Our Tana distinguishes internal versus external. There's one Tana out there that even internal soul you learn from us, you always wait till the next day. Says the Gemara, Hashadamina. Now, what did we come out? That the real source for anything becoming tame, that you, for anything becoming possible, that you burn it, is really Allah HaMosh Misinai. So if that's true, so let's go back to our Pasuk in Parsha Zav. Remember the Pasuk that said, Any Chathas that, the, chathas, that the, the blood comes inside. So before we were saying that it comes to include that other Psulim as well, you have to burn in the Azar. But now that we're saying it's all Allah HaMosh Misinai, so what's the Pasuk saying? So my answer is, it's telling me the location. The just said, you have to burn the meat. I don't know, you have to burn it in the Azara. We learned that any psul that's chal in the Azara, you have to burn it in the Azara. So if the psul has nothing to do with the nature of the Azara, let's say the meat of a carbon Pesach became Tame, for example. There we learned, unless it was most of the carbon, you could burn it even on your rooftop. But when it's a psul that's chal in the Azara, like the blood was left over, the blood was yatsa, the blood was... The blood was nishpah, something that's internal, an Azara issue, then the din is you have to burn it in the Azara itself. Says the Gemara, going back to the other Pasuk, What is the Pasuk? Remember we said there's one Pasuk that was good. The Pasuk that, that when the meat became Tameh, it says explicitly to burn it. What's the Chiddush? Why does the Torah have to tell me Tameh to burn it? It's really coming out from the Chamesh Sinai that any soul in the world you burn, right? So what's the Chiddush that you burn meat that became Tameh? That was necessary to tell me the rule that you burn tame meat that became tame. I have the Allah from Sinai, any psul I burn. You might have thought to say, Maybe it's only a psul bakodesh, something that's specific to kachim you burn. You go in London, the blood was left overnight, Nishbach Tame was spilled, Yatsa Tame went out, Nishbach Tame was spilled, night. All those cases are kachim de kadinim. Maybe kachim de kadinim, the meat still retains the kedusha that's machai of a sreifa. Again, sreifa is a din that is derived from the holiness of the meat. The Bisreifa, all of those things have a din Sreifa. The Lisnu Bechulin, because they're cut from the Kadinim. They don't apply elsewhere, they don't apply to Chulin. So since it stems from the fact that we're dealing with a holy thing, so the din is even when the psal is chal, you have to burn it. Avon nitma, but regarding the psal of toma, you find it even by chulin. For example, there's different ways to learn the Gemara, but one way to learn it means it's even by things that are chulin. For example, Maisar Shini. Maisar Shini becomes Tamay also is invalid. So it's not a kudshim dika halacha. So I would say it's so bad. Such a disqualification occurs. Such a thing that would disqualify even certain types of chulin. I would say it completely has no sanctity at this point. It shouldn't be machai of a burning. Maybe it would suffice for it to have a kvura. Just bearing kamashmala. No, that, that, that even something as Tamay that became so disqualified with this huge uh, soul of Tumah still ha- has the din of, of Kedusha to be Mechaev Shreifa. So we learn a very interesting halacha, that Shreifa is part of the dinam of the Kedusha of the carbon. And that's why it's a novelty, it's a greater novelty that Tumah has to be burned and I can't just rely on the Mechaev Shreifa because if Tumah applies even to Hulin, it's such a bad soul, I would have said there's no din of Shreifa. And the Pasuk therefore had to tell me that there is. Bottom line is, Allah Hamashiach is telling us, this is our Sugi, our takeaway, that all psulim that take place, kachim kalim, kachim kalim, everything, have a chi of sreifa. And uh, we have a dispute if, 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 if there's a din of ibert surah by internal psulim or only by external psulim. And then there's an, uh, there's an added Allah that if the psul is bakodesh, then it has to be burned in the azara. Versus if the, the psul is not necessarily related to the azara, then it can be burned anywhere in the city of Yerushalayim. Those, that's the basic rules for sreifa's kachim. 
Fine. So now we get into the Mishnah. The Mishnah had a machlokas if the Bailin became Tameh. The first opinion said the Bailin became Tameh. So that's external, right? There's nothing wrong with the carbon. You just don't have someone to eat it. So you have to wait till the 16th to burn. Vilchma Broga said, no, we're talking about the carbon Pasach. A carbon Pasach that doesn't have an eater, that's as if it's an internal psul, and therefore you burn it right away. Amar of Yosef. The whole dispute of the Bailin became Tameh after the Zerika Saddam. That's why the Tanakhama makes sense. When the time of the Zerika, the Avodah was good because the Avodah was done for Bailin, for owners. Happens to be afterwards the Bailin become Tameh. So that's external. That's why you have to wait to burn it. If the Bailin were Tameh before the Zerika, so the Etzim Avodah is no good because the Avodah of the, of the carbon Pasach is to bring to Achila. So if there's no owner or the owner became Tameh, if that is at the, around at the time of the so the etzim avodas hazrika is no good. So Divya call Yisarav Miyad. Even the Tanakhama would consider that an internal psul. They're arguing if the Bailim became Tameh afterwards, now do I see a psul on the carbon or just a practical psul? That's after the Zrika. But if the Bailim was Tameh before the Zrika, everyone agrees that it's a problem in the Zrika itself, and therefore it should be burned immediately. Says the Gemara, again, can you always remember, except for the one Tana Rabbi Baravua holds that even internal psulim need a bertura. That's always the, out of left field that even Pigel needs a bertura. But the Tanam of our Mishnah, who both agree to the premise that an internal psul should be burned right away, and they're just arguing whether or not the Bailim becoming Tami on a common Pasach is an internal or external psul, they are only just having the machlokas if the Bailim became Tami, Achaz Rika, Nidma Lifnes Rika, everybody agrees it's an internal psul. Says the Gemara, Mezve, Zaklau, this is the rule, Kosha Psul Baguvo. Is from Yad. It says in the price anything that's an internal soul, burn right away. The dam of Bailam, if it came just because of the blood or because of the owner, what does it mean that it came, became because of the blood? Rashi says, the blood became tummy or spilled. So that's an interesting chedish. That's called external. Why? Because there's nothing bad about the meat itself. It's not a psul in the carbon. It's very lundish stuff, gotcha. If something went wrong in the blood that you didn't throw it, it's not a psul in the carbon. It's not a psul in the avoda. It's practically now I have no blood to throw. So it's not like there's something that's chaos. Like pigle is a wrong intention. It puzzles up the carbon. You know, you do a bad zrika, you shech the night, it puzzles up the carbon. But if I have something that's bad about the blood, it's practically now something bad about that about the carbon the avoda itself. I just don't have the blood to throw. That's so what we were defining internal as part of the mitzvah of the carbon, which the zrika is definitely. So that's what I'm trying to explain. If something went wrong, if I do a bad zrika, a faulty zrika, yeah, like we, then maybe that can be considered internal. If I shech the night or there's pigle, that could be called internal. If something happens to the dam that it's not able to be thrown, that's not called an internal psul in the carb. That's a very interesting lundus. And we'll see a little bit more about this in a second. The dam of Bailing Tubitzura, so that requires Ibertzura. And then it only goes out um, later, right? To be burned. Fine. So Katani Bailam Dumidam. It put the two together. It said Bailam like the blood. Ma dam lifting Zrika, just as Dam is considered external, even though it was before the Zrika. Af Bailam lifting Zrika. We should assume the case of the Bailam is also before the Zrika. Not that in Lumdis they're Tali Habaha, because they might be very different. Right? When the blood when the blood is Tameh or is not spilled, maybe that's external because I just don't have blood to throw. But when the Bailam was Tameh before the Zrika and I did the Zrika, maybe it's a bad Zrika. We can understand the difference in Lumdas. But from the fact that they're put together, it sounds like we're talking about the same case. Just as Dam, the occurrence of the blood occurred, obviously, before it was thrown, it was spilled or it was Tameh before it was thrown. That's clearly the case. So to the case of the owner is that it happened before the Zrika. And still the Tana is saying that's called external and that it requires a Bertura. So we said that, it, that, 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 that when the Bailam becomes Tameh before the Zrika, that's called internal. Everybody agrees. Here we see compared to blood, it's called external. So the Gemara can see. The Gemara switches what was meant to be said. Eli, Yitmar, Yitmar, if anything was said, this is what was said. Machlok is if 
became Tameh before the Zerika. Because it's, on the one hand, it's about the owner, so it's external, but on the other hand, since it's before the Zerika, you could hear up that the Etzim, the etzim Zerika is no good. That's where the second opinion could say we could understand how we owe Zerika. Where the Zerika was good, and then subsequently the Bible became Tameh, the Ischazi Basel the meat became good to eat, and then just subsequently became no good. Everybody calls that's called external by Ibertsura, requires Ibertsura. So that was the point that we meant to say. The Machmer, the Machmer opinion that said that it's called internal and should be burned right away. Biochmer broke is only saying that if the Bailam was not Chazi at the time of the Zrika. However, we have a machlokas. Rabbi Yochanan, Rabbi Yochanan disagrees. Af lachar zrika, nami machlokas. And machlokas is both of zrika and lachar zrika. It's a non-variable. Whenever the Bible on, on a common pasach becomes tell me, is that internal, external? It's always a dispute. There's no distinction between lachar zrika or lachar zrika. So we have a machlokas. The first opinion is saying that the only time Rabbi Yochanan broke said is it, 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 it's internal because of lachar zrika, lachar zrika. He agrees in Nizar Batsura. The second opinion is saying that no matter even when it happened, even if it happened after Achar Zerika, the Rabbi Yochum Abroka, it says it's an internal psal and it does not require Ibrit Surah. Says the Umar of Az, Rabbi Yochum Abroka, Rabbi Yochum Abroka, Rabbi Yochum The Amar Rabbi Yochum Abroka, Rabbi Yochum Abroka, Rabbi Yochum Abroka, Rabbi Yochum observed that, Yochum, that, that, that this Tana, Rabbi Yochum Abroka, and Rabbi Nechemia somewhere else are of the same opinion. Who is Rabbi Nechemia? Rabbi Yochum Abroka, the Amar Rabbi Yochum Abroka is what our Mishnah we just learned, though in the Bailam of a Karm Pesach becomes Tameh. You burn it right away. Reb Nechemia, what's this Reb Nechemia he's talking about? The Tanya says in a brisa, Reb Nechemia Omar, what happened to the uh, the carbon with Aaron that they burned it? We we just keep on talking about the story. What actually occurred? Why did Aaron? What happened to the carbon of the Chatas Rosh Chodesh that Aaron had to burn it? So so it says in a brisa, Reb Nechemia Omar, Neaninus Nisrafa. What happened was is that since they were owning him, right? Not even Aviu died, so the, uh, Aaron Aaron was was in owning, so therefore he couldn't eat it. And we see in the Pasuk that that was the issue. It says like, did something like this occur? Meaning I became an Onin, that's why I couldn't eat it. Now think about it. Aninos, is that an internal issue or an external issue? So Aninos, Kalachar Zrika Dami. Now let's think about it. On a regular carbon, like a Chatos Rosh Chodesh, where the Iker is not La'achila, right? The Iker purpose is not for eating, right? The Iker purpose is Tam, the Kapara that comes. So there's no way in the world anyone's going to say that the Etzim Zrika was no good because the Kohanim were owning it. That doesn't make it no good. Aaron's allowed to do the Avodah as an Onin. It's only issue in the eating. And it's like after Zrika in the sense that no one can say that the Etzim Zrika, the Chatos, is no good because they were owning him. And yet... And yet, Reb Nechemia is trying to bring out the point, it was burned right away. It was burned right away, and he does not say that it was a hurrah shah. Remember, we learned back on the top of that Omer that according to the opinion that everything requires Ibrat we had to say Aaron burned it right away, it was a hurrah shah. This opinion, Reb Nechemia says, no, it was me'ikar adin, that it should be burned right away, because he holds that whenever the Bailim can't eat the meat, that's called an internal psal. How could that be called an internal psal? It, it, we're talking about something where the very purpose is not lachilah. We're talking about a sar rosh chodesh. Must be, says Reb Yochanan. That opinion, Reb Nechemia holds like the town of our Mishnah, Reb Yochanan Broko, that when there's no person, when there's no bailam to eat it, it's considered to be an internal psal. But we're comparing a carbon pasach where the bailam to the case of a sar rosh chodesh. Must be the idea is not that there's a at some faulty zrika in it to itself. Even if the Bible became Tamei by the carbon Pesach after the Zerika, we would still call that an internal psal. And that's why we're saying, Rabbi Yochanan, Rabbi Yochanan said, Rabbi Yochanan, Rabbi Yochanan, and Rabbi Nechemya, Amru, Davar, Echad. They both hold that whenever the Bailim is not able, whenever the, the, there's no eaters of the carbon, that is considered to be an internal psal. And that is true according to these opinions, even if the Bailim, if this occurred after the Zerika, that the Bailim cannot eat it, that is called an internal psal.
Okay, so we'll stop here for today. But the bottom line is, we have a bunch of opinions out there. We have one time well, even an internal soul has to be burned only the next day, that one time, blah, 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 blah. then within our mission, everybody accepts the premise that an internal soul is burned right away, but, but an external soul not. But we're arguing what's called an external soul. Everybody, it sounds like, agrees. If something happened to the Dom, that's called external, you burn it the next day. But if something happened to the eaters of the carbon and they can't eat it today, is that burned today or not? The Tanakhama says, that's external, that's in the Bible. Yochum Brokov says, when the, when the owner can't eat it, that's called an internal soul in the carbon. The meat, nothing can be done with the meat. And therefore, we say that it should be burned right away. He would say that both by, by, by Lifne Azrika and La'achar Azrika, according to Rabbi Yochum.